Headliner Radio, the creative voice. Very warm welcome to Headliner Radio. Today I'm chatting to London-based singer-songwriter Cassa Jackson, uh, who's currently supporting JLS on their much-anticipated comeback tour. Uh, Cassa, welcome to the show. How are you? Hi, Colby. Thank you for having me. I'm very well, thank you. Good, good. It's a pleasure to be chatting to you today, Cassa. Where, uh, where are you joining us from? I'm in Cardiff right now. I'm in my hotel room and I'm about to go to my sound check for tonight's show. Oh, amazing. Oh, wow. So you're, uh, you're in the thick of it at the moment then? I am. I think we've done four shows so far. Well, no, I did Glasgow, Glasgow, Newcastle, Birmingham and Cardiff last night. So I've done wow. five. And then, so that means I've got 24 to go. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Gosh, <laughs> only just getting started then, really. I know. Yeah. I'm loving yeah. every second of it, though. It's I, literally a dream come true. I, I was going to say it must be. Um, how how are how are things for you? Kind of being back on stage. Is it good to be to be playing live again? Oh my god, totally. I mean, it's obviously been a long time since I've played any sort of gig, and so to have such mm. massive arenas is is you know thrown straight back in the deep end. But I love it. Absolutely. How have the uh, how have the crowds been? Has, has it been have they been absolutely buzzing? What's the atmosphere been like? Yeah, everyone is really really excited to be back watching live music, and especially the JLS fans. They're so excitable and get so into it. Yeah, um, yeah. which is just so lovely. Because at the end of my set, I always on my last song, I always say, "Oh, let's all put our phone torches on." Mm. And you know, there's always that worry that maybe people might not do it, but everyone does it straight away, and then it, <laughs> it lights up the whole arena, which is absolutely incredible. Awesome. Awesome. No, that's great stuff. That's great to hear that you're, um, you know, you've got this, this tour is keeping you busy. I know it's, uh, it was a hard time for, for everyone really in the sort of creative, creative world, especially musicians not having, not having gigs. So it's, um, it's great to hear that you're back out on the road. Mm, it's quite nice as well, because all the songs that I wrote and that I'm, that I'm performing now, I wrote in lockdown. Okay. So it's kind of like I had that time period you know, the silver lining of that was that I had the time to really write and reflect on everything going on in my life. And then I wrote these songs and now I'm getting to perform them to all these people. Um, and people are really relating to them as well because they're all like about, you know, the ups and downs of relationships and stuff. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's good to hear that everyone's, uh, you know, responding to uh, responding to it well. Now, um, I know music's been a, a big part of your life, Casa, since sort of school school days um where you first started songwriting um and i know you got to the final of the song academy songwriter of the year awards which is pretty cool um mm-hmm. did you always know you wanted to be a singer songwriter i always had it as my dream yeah but i never really thought that it was actually possible you know you'd always be like oh i want to be a singer but probably not because but actually then once i got to the final of that song academy thing some uh, a woman called joe garafalo saw me there performing and then she invited me to perform at wembley arena for uh this event called the voice in a million charity event and that was my kind of third gig ever but it was such a massive venue obviously i was you know i just left school and i really just thought to myself wow i want to do this for the rest of my life and it and i I knew that it was possible because I'd just done it. Mm. So I was like, right, okay, here we go. And then I just, from that moment on, hit the ground running, started writing my own songs. And um, and yeah, that's when I really tried to actually become a singer. But I always wanted to be, you know, I always loved singing and writing songs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. And uh, I'm just I'm just reading here, Cassie, you were um, kind of scouted by Joe Garofalo and asked to perform 
uh, at Wembley Arena uh, a few years yeah. ago for the Voice in a Million charity event. I mean, was that for you? Was that like a bit of a a bit of a breakthrough moment in terms of you know breaking yeah. into the world of music? Yeah, definitely. So that yeah, that because that was the biggest thing I'd ever done by by far. Yeah, pretty, at that point. pretty huge. Yeah, yeah, and that then led me on to. Um, I then did a festival in Athens after that because this DJ saw me at that event and then asked me to write a song for him. So I always say everything I ever did led on to the next thing. You know, people always ask, oh, you know, what advice would you give someone? I always just say, just take every opportunity because I would not be where I am today if I hadn't have done like, you know, that Song Academy thing back in the day. Everything leads on to the next thing. You never know what will get you somewhere, but everything it's like a puzzle, you know, all yes. pieces together. Yes, it is. Uh, now, during uh, the last 18 months, like the COVID period, obviously it's, it's been a strange time. What, what have you been up to? I know you've been obviously busy writing and, and recording new music, um, but you've also been uh, finishing off your studies, right, at uni? I had, yeah. On I finished in June. So that whole, uh, during the COVID period, I, I was doing my finals, which was, quite intense because obviously it's a lot of work I was gonna say Um, how was that juggling making music (laughs) with like full-time studies it was yeah it was hard actually um but it all paid off in the end and um yeah I'm really pleased I've got the degree now as well because it just means that now I can speak French and Spanish I can write songs Mm. in French and Spanish um and it also it gave me something to do as well alongside the music during lockdown because obviously it was a long time um to just be locked at home yes so yeah it certainly was um and uh, i'm just reading here as well now cassie your tracks have hit over four million streams on spotify now and and that's obviously going up every day um you yeah built up, i think you, it's close to um parallel universe one of my songs yesterday yeah. actually just hit two million so oh, i amazing. think the rest of them could be up to closer to five now yeah. which is just mad it is incredible it's incredible and i know you're quite active on tiktok as well you've got you've got built up quite a nice following on there um yeah how, how important has the social media thing been for you in terms of in terms of building that following to be honest it's it's really made it i mean parallel universe the same song that i just mentioned that you know didn't have very many streams when i first released it and then i did this one video of it um i was sat in my car and i said oh this is a song i wrote about when you want to be with someone but you can't and then i just sang along and that video blew up and it got something like two million views on wow. tiktok and then i just watched the streams just skyrocket on t- on spotify and I, I just couldn't believe it because it's just this one video of me in my car that I just posted on a Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And it really changed my life. And, and that is one of the reasons I'm on this tour today because, um, you know, they heard my songs and they like my songs. So it's really crazy how... Because I, I think people always talk about the negative aspects of social media and there definitely mm-hmm. are a lot of, you know, it's quite a highlight reel and everything, but there are a lot of positives, especially for artists in the sense that you can really launch your career Um without needing any sort of backing yeah yeah definitely it's uh it's quite mad it's it's quite a mad model isn't it that you you can kind of um be a sort of self-promoting self-made kind of complete package um uh and put out your music um in quite a nice it's quite i imagine it's quite kind of liberating to be able to do that putting out your music whenever whenever yeah yeah, it's like winning the lottery. You never know which video is going to go viral, but you keep posting and one of them might. Yeah, no, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, now, is your latest track, am I right in saying, uh, Wish I Didn't Care? 
uh, is the latest the latest track that you um, the latest, the latest you track is actually my EP called I Don't Like It When You Talk About Her yes um, which I think I released on the 7th of October okay. um, but I've also got a new track out with um, a DJ called Steph DeCampo okay. who you and it's works with a guy called Sam Felt it's on his label sure, um, sure. who you will probably have heard of um he that so that's like the biggest thing ever for me because I love their music and so to be featuring on on one of his tracks is is crazy and that one's done really well it got on a couple of new music Friday playlists on Spotify and some dance playlists so it's a bit of a different style for me but mm-hmm. it's really you know broadened my music musical horizons yeah yeah for sure um now tell us about the ep casa and and give our listeners a bit of an idea of um uh kind of what it's about is there a bit of a sort of narrative running through it um and maybe talk about some of your favorite tracks that are on there um, yeah so, and, uh, um, yeah okay well yeah the ep's called i don't like it when you talk about her and that song is all about I always say it's the sequel to my song Parallel Universe. It's kind of okay. about being stuck in the friend zone and you like them, but they like someone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you know, that awful situation. Yes, yes. Um, and so that's that one. But the rest of the songs are all kind of breakup songs. Mm-hmm. And I always joke on stage at the JLS tour because they've obviously got love songs, you know, the new song Eternal Love. It's all about being happily in a, in a stable relationship. You know, they've got their kids and everything. And then I'm kind of the stage before that where you're going through all the breakups and the ups and downs. Um, and that's that EP basically encompasses um, going through a breakup and, and all the emotions you feel mm. during that during that time well it's a nice contrast isn't it it's uh yeah to uh for the for the audiences that are that are on that tour at the moment they get a bit of a bit of both worlds some yeah some but they're sassy songs. upbeat yeah. songs yeah. you know they're not yeah. well crossroad one of them is is a bit of a an adele type sad ballad mm-hmm. um, you know big ballad song but the other ones are like upbeat sassy you know they're, they're kind of sad bangers i suppose yes that, yes yeah i was literally just about to say um is that do you prefer that kind of style when you when you come to writing a track cassa do you do you tend to to start with um like some chords that that build into a, a big ballad or do you start with some melodies like what's your what's your usual process i suppose it it differs depending on what kind it does, of track it you're differs working a little on, yeah. from song to song but mainly i actually always write the lyrics first okay um which i think is kind of unusual but i always you know my songs are very much stories so i kind of i have to work out in my own head what i want to write about and what i want to say very clearly um and then once i've got the concept and the idea um then i can add some some melodies to it and then i can decide if i want it to be a sad so or sometimes i'll even start with it being a sad ballad and then, you know, that's nice for an acoustic stripped back version. But then I'll think, no, OK, let's add some big production here and make it really empowering, even though it's like the topic's actually kind of sad. Yes. You know, if you stripped yeah. away all of that. Do you find uh, that you take inspiration um, in terms of the the kind of storytelling element uh, of your tracks and, and the, the lyric content? Do you find that you take inspiration from your environment? Is it all or a lot of your songs come from experiences that that you've had? Oh yeah, everything's, <laughs> it's basically a diary. Um, everything's very autobiographical. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's about what my friends have been going through. Sure. Um, but most of the time, you know, whatever I'm going through, 
I'll always think, okay, well, at least I'm going to get a good song out of it, <laughs> if yes. nothing else. Yes. And then I kind of help, I write the songs basically as like a form of therapy and it's a very cathartic experience, mm-hmm. um, which really helps you just get over something because then you then you just think, oh, well, now I'm just, like I've got one of the songs actually, Love's a Losing Battle on my EP. Mm. One of the lines is like, um, why can't I let go? Why do I hold on? Where is this? where has this got me to that that's the lyric and then i'm now like well it's got me to perform at this massive arena (laughs) so if nothing else that's you know there's your answer i went through that yeah yeah yeah, amazing um and how you you mentioned that you like to just now very briefly you mentioned you like to sort of dabble in the production side of things how involved in in that side of the process uh are you casa because obviously um i imagine the songwriting element comes quite naturally to you but do you also like to get involved on on the production side of things yeah so I always co-write and um, well this EP I co-wrote with um my producer Kevin Malpass mm-hmm. who actually lives in France now so we were doing it all um remotely okay. um from from England to France normally I'm with him in the studio and we kind of talk about what I want but um I know him so well now that I'll just kind of voice note him and I'll be like okay I want and I'll kind of beatbox a little bit down the phone yeah, and yeah. he just understands what I'm trying to say. And then he'll come back and forth. And so it is kind of a collaborative process, but he very much is the one programming the productions. And I owe a lot of that to him. So if he's listening, shout out to Kevin. <laughs> shout out Kevin. Yeah. Um, and okay. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. So, I mean, I know you're on the road at the moment, so it's all, everything's probably a little bit mad at the moment, but um, what's next for you, Cassa, in terms of, I know you've just dropped the the EP, um, mm-hmm. but what's on the table for you sort of when you get back from tour? Are you going to be back in the studio working on new music and, and what's the plan for, for 2022 for you? I've got so much planned. I'm already working on Good. new music whilst on tour I just I can't stop I'm like <laughs> you know there's so many things happening the whole time so yeah. I'm writing but I'm then hoping to um do my own tour next year um you awesome. know in all the cities that I've just visited um on this JLS tour because now I've obviously got fans in Glasgow and Cardiff and all mm-hmm. these places so I'm hoping to do that and release my debut album um which is very exciting and also I just yesterday um heard that I'm going to be supporting Lionel Richie in June which is like a dream come true for me at Blenheim Palace in in Oxford oh incredible is that a like a one-off date or is that a few dates there or that one's a one-off date but I think I don't I can't confirm right now but I think there will probably be a few more that'll be a great show yeah that's something to look forward to nice yeah yeah and I suppose this JLS tour like you say you're you're sort of gaining fans wherever you go so by the time you know you you come to do your own tour next year and, and hopefully drop the album um there'll be you know yeah. you'll, have, you'll have a lot of uh, a lot of eyes on on what's going on so yeah that's uh that's great that's great to hear that um uh okay i think that's a great place for us to leave it Cassa. i think it's um yeah i think uh I, I you know all the best with everything you've got going on at the moment i know uh i'll let you get on i know you've got to go do your sound checks in a in a minute um so oh, thank you so best much. of luck it's been it's been a real pleasure chatting and uh thank you for your time awesome cheers See you later, then. headliner radio supporting the creative community